all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. You know, this time of year is always kind of amazing for me because we have, we roll from a candy holiday into two overeating holidays, followed by a holiday where we are really consuming a lot of drinking, then followed by an entire month of cleansing. So it's kind of, I often called it last year, um, that it's like debauchery and regret, essentially. So we're rolling into that mood of just ultimate debauchery. And we will drink too much, we will eat too much, we will eat too much candy, and then we will feel immensely guilty about it, punish ourselves for 30 days in January. So really, how about we change it up a little bit? I mean, this is the year of 2020. Nothing is going the way it has ever gone. Everything's hitting the fan. So might as well do the same thing with our wellness, right? No, in all seriousness, I think this is a great time for us to really focus a little bit more on how we can do things better. I think that's really kind of the takeaway I'm taking out of 2020 is how can we do things better? How can we be better people? And that's really what I'm looking at with wellness and was one of the reasons why when I started the Outspoken Nutrition Podcast and you hear me at the end of every episode every week tell you just to eat your effing veggies. Now, yes, of course veggies are important. Of course I love vegetables and I think they offer so many benefits and they are so easily and readily available to get. But really what it comes down to is a simple idea that was taught to me in nutrition school, and it was the idea of crowding out. Basically, it was bring in the good foods, and that leaves you less room for the the bad stuff. And I really don't like to call it the bad stuff, but the other stuff that you know you shouldn't really be eating. It was that kind of concept that really kind of built the eat your effing veggies. It was just, you know what, if you're going to eat the candy, if you're going to eat the cakes, if you're going to overdo it on holiday foods, fine. But can we just find a moment to eat a vegetable? And I found that when people would incorporate vegetables, vegetables had this amazing ability to change the mindset. I mean, crazy guys. Like I would tell somebody just to eat, perfect example, and I think I've actually used it before. I had somebody come to me, dinners were rough for them. They got home from work late, they were training, and you know, dinners a lot of times was a bowl of cereal, or like she said one time, it was a bag of marshmallows. And really what it was is I didn't care what she was eating. All I cared is that there was a veggie put into place. I didn't tell her to change her whole diet up. I just said, add a vegetable. And she said, well, what if dinner's a bowl of cereal? I said, that's great. Have a baby carrot. Really what transpired from that was beautiful veggie dishes at night because she figured if I have to eat a carrot, I might as well cut up a cucumber. I might as well just toss it in the stir fry and, you know, stir fry it for a minute. And she would have this beautiful colored dish that took her a little bit more time than a bowl of cereal, but in all honesty, not long because guys, it is super simple to stir fry. And it was so much better. So it wasn't that we were saying you couldn't have it. It was just saying if you just have something else with it. And that's the whole concept really of what I'm trying to get through 
um, for people to really focus on with the eat your effing veggie challenges. I don't care what else you eat during the day, but make sure at some point you're eating an effing veggie. And really, that's how I look at wellness. I don't want people to focus on all the bad and the negative things and what they can't have and all of that. Because once we start down that path, we talked about it in a previous episode when we talked about rebel culture. Our bodies naturally want to rebel against that. They want to give us the big F you and we're going to do what we want when we want to do it. Well, in this situation, we're saying, hey, go ahead, do what you want, do when you want to do it. But just add in this, and it doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be four cups of vegetables or anything big or cumbersome or just where it feels like it takes a lot of prep work. I don't care if you eat three baby carrots. Three baby carrots counts. And it's funny because actually on the out in, in the um, Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge group, I had so often people were like, oh, I didn't. I didn't get to make a veggie with dinner or I didn't get to go to the grocery store. And they were like, but, you know, tomorrow's another day. And I was like, no, you know, grab a baby carrot, grab a slice of celery, grab something. Don't fail on this. Grab something. And then it ended up coming out that the woman didn't realize she actually had like a serving of kale with her lunch and she's like oh I guess I did do it or maybe we realize that we haven't gone shopping in a while but there's that can of corn in our pantry that we bought in like 2013 and no one has eaten yet you know we can utilize that to be our veggie it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be difficult and the most amazing part is when you start these little successes they roll into big successes now you're making those dinner stir fries instead of eating a bowl of cereal now you're putting spinach on your taylor ham egg and cheese in the morning you're making these smaller changes that lead to better changes maybe you had your taylor ham egg and cheese with spinach in the morning and at lunch, after you ate lunch, you decided to go for a five minute walk outside. It's those little changes and that's what we want because those little changes is gonna be what spurs us to make larger changes. And the most amazing thing out of this, these are those changes that are sustainable and that's what we want. We want changes that we can maintain Because if we go ahead and we put a crazy diet into place, we'll deal with it for 30 days, if maybe even that. Sometimes we get to like week two or even day three and we're like, I'm over this. But if we can do something small, and if we could do something small now, January, you're not going to feel that guilt. And if you still want to do your cleanse, because maybe that's just how you start off the new year. You know, a lot of times I find that cleanses for a lot of people is more of a mindset. It's a more of renewing than really punishing themselves. So if you still want to do it, do it, but you're doing it out of something I want to do, not of I have to do because it's just been two months of complete debauch. And that's really what we want to look for. And you know, when we focus on moving forward with our health and wellness in the future and the remainder of the years, This is what we want to look at. We want to look at something that's sustainable because we know from, you know, research that that yo-yo dieting is actually the worst thing we can do. We don't want to be yo-yo dieting. We don't want to be up and down 20, 30 pounds every year. You know, lose the weight, gain the weight, lose the weight, gain the weight. We don't want that. We want to maintain our health, our vitality. 
We want to make sure that we are living the best, healthiest life we can. You know, it doesn't have to be some kind of drastic six-pack abs and things like that. You know, it's funny because I had a client one time that came to me and she started a personal trainer and he had her like way in deep on this personal training regimen. She was doing it, but she was becoming exhausted because she had kids at home and she worked full time. There was a lot going on and on top of a rigorous training regimen. And when I asked her what her goal was, she didn't know. And that to me was surprising. Like, how do you go to a trainer and not have a goal? And really what it was is he kind of had his own goal set for her based on where he thought she should be. And that's not what she wanted. So we really need to set our intentions even before we go down that road of hiring professionals and stuff like that because somebody will always assume they know what you want. Very few people ask. And I just, I was flabbergasted that someone just came out and said it. But she just assumed by looking at her that she wanted to lose weight. And the worst part of this was she just lost 75 pounds. And I know all this because I'm, she came around to my table. And when she got back around to me, she was depressed. She just, it changed my perspective a lot on how we deal with employee wellness, how we deal as health and wellness professionals, and how we talk to people. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you don't focus the next two months on complete debauchery, but definitely have fun. I mean, come on, it's 2020. With everything that's been going on, I think we deserve a little bit of fun. When the new year hits, I will be here to support you in any way I can. So I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you have fun. And I hope you remember to eat your effing veggies. And if you don't know about the Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge, Go on to Facebook, type in Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge, and my page will pop up. You could also go to the Outspoken uh, Laura Timbrook Facebook page. I'll have links there. But definitely join our Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge. It is a ton of fun. We I just love doing these challenges every so often, and we'll keep doing them through the holiday season sporadically just to make sure you guys are eating your effing veggies. I'll talk to you all next week.